Howdy folks, I'm Jickles, this is the Ain't That A Bitch Podcast, episode 18. Our podcast is now old enough to vote, go to war, and in Canada, drink. In other countries, in other European countries, it's been old enough to drink for seven years. But anyways, it's not the point. point is, uh, we're in episode 18, and it's been some time... Uh, since the quarantine began, not that I I mind, as I said from the beginning, I I love this, uh, just general social situation we have, but you know, getting a little bit, a little bit tired of doing these, uh, one man shows. We had a Aiden on for change, and and that was a really good break. Uh, and now I'm back to, to, simmering and you know my own solitude. What are you gonna do, right? Like, I can't exactly get anyone on in person just yet. Soon, I think it shouldn't be an issue for much longer. Uh, you don't count, William. I don't want you. Anyways, so yeah, I haven't got much to to say this week, in all honesty, because, well, if we just look around, uh, there's definitely not much in the way of of current events to go through. Uh. Same shit, different week, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. COVID-19, it's a virus. That's all we know. We haven't really learned much more. We figured out what the acronym stands for. I think I said that in another episode, so no need to repeat myself. The, (laughs) The riots and protests starting to die down, but if it follows the pattern, uh, the example set by coronavirus, they'll have a resurgence. Uh, in a week or two, but no, but I I think it's it is gonna start to slow down things a bit, and I mean I guess we had a good run. They got a lot of changes made. A lot of cities uh, were convinced to make significant changes to the way that they handled their police department, put more limitations on their abilities or their their eagerness to resort to violence, which is great. Um. I'm a little disappointed that we stopped things before entirely dismantling the U.S. government, but, you know, what are you going to do? We're kind of shoring up our, our our unity as a country because, obviously, we're about to go to war with China. So, by we, I mean the U.S. I don't associate with, the, with Canada as a country. I mean, it's nothing personal. I just don't like you. Um, <clears throat> point is, yeah, I I would love to see the entire and total deterioration of Western society in North America. I mean, Canada could be, you know, left out of it, that'd be fine. But, like, you'd start getting U.S. refugees, and that would, like, screw up things. And then Canada, see, then Canada would learn to hate refugees as the Americans had. So... You'd kick them all out into the ocean, and, and, and you start closing your borders down to everyone. Then you become the new America. You want to build a wall, you know, to block off the Americans from stealing um, your women, probably not your jobs. I don't know why you would want to. Don't know why you would want to hire an American worker over a, a Canadian one. But then, then you know. Uh, I don't fucking know where I'm going with this. It was a bit, and then I gave up on it because that's just what's happening. I mean, it seems appropriate, right, for the times. I don't know. In terms of world events, things have fallen very meh. The world doesn't seem to be ending anymore, which is disappointing. You know, we're just... Uh, This sucks. Oh, well. Lame. So moving on, I guess I have to do my own thing, right? Uh, first of all, because this has become, I guess, just a necessary part of this podcast, I have to make some kind of fun of feminist. No, but uh, I recently saw a, a meme, you know, as because I'm one of the one of the cool kids who's who's in with it. I saw a meme. I'm gonna force William to find it later, obviously. Uh, but it was just like one of them t- Twitter screenshots of a man saying. Name a statue that actually enhances its surroundings. And, uh, and of course, because it was a joke, the, follow, the follow-up image to that was a picture of a Minecraft beacon. 
with like you know a fully maxed out beacon with all the shit around it that you need uh and that's great that's the joke but um in all seriousness let's just look at the the tweet itself for a second and i i can only assume this person is referring to the again resurgence of of people vying for statues of uh symbols of racist symbols you know confederate generals or in um the uk there was a a slave a statue of a slave trader that got taken down but in the u.s for a long time it's been people going we don't want the statues celebrating confederate generals you know generals who fought in the war in the american civil war on the side of defending slavery um we don't want statues of them in our cities because it's bad uh i mean obviously it's not a very good thing and then you know people defend it and i talked about this actually earlier about there was actually a huge thing with protesting and then counter protesting and from like the kkk and everything it's ludicrous this links that people go to for this but that's fine i mean like i said protesting is the way that america was created if it gets what you want done done then go by all means <clears throat> but yeah basically i mean personally i don't care one way or another because i think they're there so doing nothing I, I can't really fault you for that. If people want it taken down, take it down. Who gives a shit, right? And I think there are some people who do take that stance, except they have to take it aggressively. It's like, it's it's aggressive apathy, which is weird, because they're just like, nobody gives a shit about these statues. They're not helping the world in any way. They're not improving their environment there, so take it down. And, and then for me, it's like actual apathy, where I, who gives a fuck? I'd never... I never read the plaques of these things or like, you know, I never look at the statue and be like, wonder, wonder what his story is. I'm just like, man, I mean, I know this guy was probably important, but whatever the fuck they did with his eyes, they're just sunken holes. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll look at the craftsmanship. It's a, it's a fucking statue. Okay. It's a work of art. You know, you go look at a painting, you go look at a goddamn Picasso. You're not going to be like. What man do you think he was trying to capture in those 16 squares? I mean, someone will, right, obviously. Someone will try to find the story behind a fucking banana tape, duct tape to a wall. But not me, because I'm not a goddamn bonehead, all right? I'm not. My brain isn't filled with a, a choice mixture of sand and gravel. So, I personally don't. Could not. Did I send it to you already? I hit Hangouts, and I think I gave up. <laughs> because they always ask me to choose an account point is uh anyways on this matter i could not care very much less um but there's uh, and if you want it taken down again i don't think we should try and stop it but anyways there's counter arguments that are like it it teaches people about our our history or something you know and then and actually there's a uh, Trevor Noah, one of them late night television guys, did a thing talking about it, and, and he, he had admit, joked about that. He was like, "Oh, people saying that these statues will teach people about history. People don't look at st read a fucking book. People don't look at statues to learn history." And then I mean, he's absolutely right. Again, who gives a shit? I don't think you need to feel, you know, be aggressive. Or feel offended by the idea that someone would learn something from a statue. I think you can just look those people in the eye and tell them. I don't. You don't. Don't lie to yourself. Your kids certainly will not. Let me tell you something though. The pigeons are going to miss them. That's about it. Anyways. So. <clears throat> people want these statues taken down. Some people don't cannot believe this is a fight we're having but again i'm fine with it, them being taken down because they represent you know something that no one really cares to celebrate anymore this guy in this tweet this is a man by the way so you know no you can't get your anti-feminist sentiments going he says because this is what these activists always have to do is take it to that next step he now is saying what's the point of any statues why do we even have statues? You know, just just take down the statue. What's the deal with statues? And and to that, it's just 
why bother? Why go through the trouble? Okay, that's all I have to say. What's the point? What's the use? What do you gain out of this? Give it up. It's not worth your time. It's definitely not worth my time. It's not worth anyone's time. It's a waste of space. It's a waste of mental energy. It's a waste of of time and space spent on on your social media, your your news feed. It's just a waste. You want to take down all statues now or even just question their legitimacy or or question their purpose? Why? Give it a rest. And are you going to what are you going to do? Have every statue taken down? That's far too much trouble. What what else are you going to do? Stop any more statues from being erected? Why? Why? Why would you want to do that? Statues are statues. And like I said, it's a piece of art. It's not supposed to be a piece of history. So he's asking how many statues actually enhance their environment. Well, if it's well made, maybe it will. You know, people pay. Guess what? People, some dumbasses like me, pay a lot of money to go to a museum, to go to a place and see statues made by Greek folk way longer ago than these confederate generals got their statues put up okay those statues guess what they have no head or half a face one arm one leg one titty okay but the tits are out i so maybe i I see your point there maybe if the statues of the confederate generals had their tits out that might be a little bit more viable but point is those statues are busted up they're made on marvel and they look like shit now they don't even have color anymore we pay money to go see those. Why? Because they're fucking cool. Because they lasted this long. And because they, to be fair, they actually do tell a story. Because half the time they were based off of some scene from, you know, uh, Greek mythology. Or, you know, later on in the Renaissance, it would have been Christianity. <laughs> Sorry, Isaac. These statues, if they, whether they tell a story or not, I don't give a fuck. Because guess what? They're free. They're just there. Like I said, the pigeons appreciate them. If you want to replace it with a fountain, I might see your point. Fountains are pretty sick. Uh, but guess what? You're just going to end up... People are just going to end up throwing a fuck ton of pennies in them anyways. And so then... Ironic. You end up with still a shit ton of copper in the exact same spot. But, anyways, that's not my point. My point is just the general idea of what this is. It's people who feel the need to take something to the next level. Sometimes it's great. With the George Floyd protest, that's exactly what we needed. Starting with George Floyd was good, but if this had always stayed just being about George Floyd, it would have been, well, uh, as my mom put it, he was a criminal, and who knows what he may or may not have done in his past that could have been much worse than the crimes he was actually murdered for. So yeah, what happened to him was terrible, but what he had done to others, maybe it doesn't need to be celebrated. And there are people who are celebrating him as a hero. Sorry, probably wasn't the case. But most people were logical about it, and they used him as a martyr, as a symbol, to push this movement to the places where it should have been for a long time. As I mentioned last week, you know, all kinds of things came to light about the way police, the powers that police had in U.S. cities, and how really it's an issue that should have come up earlier. But sometimes, you know, even in the age of social media, sometimes everyone needs a little push from time to time. George Floyd was that push. We took it further, took it to the next step, and got the actual action that needed to be done, done. Don't get me wrong, arresting and hopefully, you know, death sentencing the police officer who killed him and the police officers who watched and did nothing, that's a great thing to do, but it's just one thing, one guy, you know, it's a very focused, you need to spread it, and they did. They broadened it out, and then it became a whole Black Lives Matter, whatever, that's fine, that's great statues why do you feel the need to expand that you have a reason for why i take down the statues it's that they're confederate generals and they're symbols of racism and they make certain minorities feel uncomfortable because they're being 
watched over by their racist overlords. You know those memes about the CEO of racism? If any of if anyone was that, it would be one of those people in the statues. Um so that's your reason. But then, you know, I guess they feel like they have to counter the defenders who are who are protecting those statues being like it's a, it's a part of history even if they were bad guys or whatever. So then they're like, "Oh, yeah, but no one really cares." Yeah. No one even likes those statues. It's like, all right, fine. If you need to make that argument, you can. But that's a a sub-argument. That's a minor argument. There's no need to expand that then to the rest of a genre, a topic, in this case, statues. Every statue, come on. Statues are fine. Leave them alone. They never did anything. It's the Confederate generals that killed black people and wanted to keep them as slaves. Not the statues. Statues never did anyone any harm. Unless it fell on someone. Otherwise, honestly, statues are one of the most harmless, huge, heavy things that we have in day-to-day life. I never heard a statue hurting anyone, but we're always hurting statues. You notice that in uh, Batman vs. Superman? People are fucking up that statue of Superman. The statue of Superman never did anything. It was just Superman. Anyways, I've been on this topic too long, but honestly... I just don't want to talk. What the fuck do I know? You know, I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, I really got nothing for you today. Um, Back to a thing I said earlier. I mentioned pennies. Dude, what the hell happened? I can't believe. I'm honestly it's astonished that I moved to Canada. Like, the year, or maybe a year before, they abolished pennies. And that's just tragic. I mean justice for my one cent boys honestly i mean can we all agree pennies are the best right we'll bring back the penny i mean they may not be any use here because everything is much more expensive than it is in the united states but i mean not that much more expensive like the in the u.s you, look since as long as cents exist i feel like you should always have the smallest denomination of currency possible because then what's the point of sense? You gotta round everything. That's like there's some country I read in one of them weird oddball fact books that, where they just don't have sense at all. And they round everything. And I was always really confused because I was like, what? So then when you go to a store, like, do they bother putting sense on the price? Or would they just make the... And then, you know, as I got older, I realized there's, you know, things called taxes, and those come out of percentages, so that would probably be where the fraction of a of a dollar or of a whatever their denominational currency is. So where a, you know, where a decimal place of, of one monies comes from, and then they would round that. But still, what's the point? Just do just add sense oh my god now this is i never intended to mention this but now this is ptsd bringing me back to the chinese language where every there's so many scenarios of why didn't you just do it god i can't get into that because well i could but i don't feel like it i'm not up for it i'm you know for those of you who don't know chinese I've only got half the blood, but still, anyone of Chinese overseas has got to take Chinese lessons. Why? Why are we the ones who need to take lessons when it's a language that's spoken at home? Well, for me, it's not spoken at home. For other people, their parents just don't give a shit enough to teach them themselves. And like, just if we can get them out of the house for an extra two hours a week, I'll take it. So they do. And so all the Chinese kids have to go to Chinese lessons to learn their language from someone else and uh, it sucks uh, and so for us we've got even though school is done by the way nice uh, high schools are out because we're not taking final examinations but we have a final examination for chinese class all right hear me out hear me out <sighs> we we have a final exam for chinese so we have we have to read a bunch of Chinese stories and, and, and write a bunch of characters. It's fucking dumb, okay? Sorry. It's stupid. It's dummy. Dumb, dumb. We're taking it on, online somehow. Or when I say online, I mean 
we're gonna video call the teacher and she's gonna give us the shit to write and spell and say there's no spelling and then read and shit and I, we gotta point our fucking webcams at our hands or whatever so that she knows we're not it's just gonna be a shit show it's gonna be terrible it's gonna be awful Ugh. it's not gonna stop me from you know having the character sheet behind the can uh, the behind the computer the laptop screen you know and just looking at whatever characters it is i need i can still do that and i will most likely so whatever it's just a waste of my time this class has always been a waste of time i gotta tell you the teacher we have i appreciate it she puts in the work she she goes through a lot of effort for those of you who know him she is the Man, the myth, the legend, Michael Chan's mom. I may have mentioned that before. Point is, she definitely goes the extra mile. But man, it's more work for herself, and it's more work for us. So I don't see who benefits. Obviously, the idea is us because you know it, it helps us learn better or whatever. It's for us. It's for our own good. If you say so, it's t- <laughs> it's dull shit. Okay, it's not fun. Anyways. Uh, but she's also, oh, she's got, she's nuts. I mean, she raised Michael Chance, so, again, if you know him, you know what I mean. Every week before our lesson, she sends an email, and it's like, it's like a two-full-page email, if it was on Google Docs, okay? It's long. It's all in Chinese characters, which none of us read. For the parents, I guess they could read it. They still don't, but they feasibly could. For all the students that she sends it to, doesn't help, can't read it. Even if we could, no idea where the important information is. It's so much. There's like, it's in multiple paragraphs. She's got highlighted words. She's got phrases highlighted in red. It looks like a legal document. I feel like I'm signing away my soul for this class or something. But... Who knows what it is? It's probably important. It's probably the fact that none of us have ever read it. For all we know, it could be a contract that we're signing with her every single week. And you know, by the end of this year, she could apply and be like, hey, look, you agree to, you know, leave me all your assets. You leave me your home and your firstborn child. That would be me. Uh oh. So, you know, I guess that'll pan out one way or another at some point. This is getting boring. I should probably just move on to the topic I wanted to talk about. Uh, there's no good segue for it, so fuck it. Words are weird, right? Yeah, words are weird. And I've talked about this before. Uh, this top, We only really went in-depth about this with Aiden on the last episode, which you'll never see. Because you don't want to anyways. Anyways, we talked about how you know there's an unnecessary censorship of the things people talk about with children. It's not just swearing. It's talking about drugs and alcohol and everything. And I don't think I really extended this that time, but now I will extend that further to sex. Kids should know about all the things in the world that's going to affect them later on. You know how you complain about schools never teaching you to do taxes? Well, why don't you... You know, the same thing applies to all those things. And yeah. Schools eventually do teach you about drugs and alcohol. And a little bit about sex. Because they want to help you learn to avoid the things that are bad. Which is why they should tell you about it earlier. And you know what? You don't necessarily have to sit your kid down and give them a talk. My air quotes are fall on blind eyes. But you can't, you should not. You should not try to censor that kind of stuff. You shouldn't. I don't understand it. Parents who feel a need to protect their children, kind of includes me to a degree, from any sort of swearing or or talk of any of those vices that I above mentioned, those kids, that just develops in them an inherent and innate fear or mistrust of those things. And I guess that's a good thing if you think it'll make them mistrust drugs and alcohol if you don't want them to do that. Duh. But I don't think that's how it works. If you don't inform people about what these substances are, they have no reason to fear them. Think about it. 
you're you're waiting until like fifth or fourth or fifth or sixth grade to really teach them what drugs are. I mean, they learn, teach us smoking. Not that anyone does that now. I hope they replace that class. And it's like third and fourth grade we've had it. Uh, the smoke, the whole smoking talk, and then they show us like all the effects of it, which is great and all. I hope they replace it with vaping now because that's far more prevalent. Not that you know education school boards have ever known what was relevant to children these days so my hopes aren't high but point is you know talk to the let them know about this stuff and then tell them that it's bad you know or tell them why it's bad or just tell them what it is and let them make the decision for themselves okay i i cannot stress this enough but just protecting them from ever knowing about these things it's such a attitude that I don't understand, but it's been hardwired into people for so many generations that even some of my most vulgar classmates feel like they have to, you know, censor themselves around my br- younger brother, William. And fuck, he d- why does he give a shit? Look at what I'm doing right now. He's a, he's a, first of all, he's only two years younger than I am, okay? Any, anything I know, he probably does as well. Or he's going to figure it out. And if you just keep them in the dark so they never even hear what this thing is, if they encounter it before school gives them any sort of lessons on it, they're going to be in big trouble because it's just going to look like candy to them. It Cocaine and heroin just look like powdered sugar if you've never learned what they are. Weed just looks like, you know exactly all of its euphemisms plant grass some herb i don't know what to tell you i know i'm not making a great case for myself it's like 10 a.m it's not a great time to be recording this but you know i should get on with it so there's too much censorship in the world uh someday i'll have a better argument for it because trust me i got a case here but what i wanted to talk about today something that i know i can talk about euphemism in language okay swearing there's such an inherent fear of swear words in our society and i don't understand the point of it it's words words are language 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 was created invented to help us express ourselves and you know what ironically technically speaking every time for every word that we have in a language, humans' maximum amount of expression is limited to those words, right? So think about it. When you had no words in your language, some might say that you didn't have any way of expressing yourself. But I would argue, or I would at least, you know, pose the question of maybe, maybe that was the only time we could express every single possible thought that we had. You know, that's just, you know, that's just kind of a thought question. It's kind of like the argument of, does a circle have no sides or infinite sides? It's very much the same concept. Then you invent one word, your expression is entirely limited limited to that one word. And I mean that one word with that expression, with that, you know, tone, with that way of saying it. Um, and then you add two words. You, you had another word, and you now have doubled the amount of ways you can express yourself. You can express yourself one way or the other. You keep adding words, and then you have a language. Okay. My point is, we should try to, in order to maximize the possible range of human expression, we should allow as many words to be spoken as is possible. So why are we limiting ourselves? Why are we limiting ourselves by de- deeming certain words off limits? Maybe they're a little strong. Don't teach your kids not to use them. Teach them to use them in the appropriate situation. Because guess what? In the real world, the guy who never swears, you're not going to get a fucking award. You think someone's going to give you a Nobel Prize for never swearing? I bet people who have gotten the Nobel Prize have sworn before. Bill Nye swears. Okay. You know. uh, Look, anyone can swear. Mr. Rogers probably swore. It's just words. I don't even like calling them swears because, you know, then you're in just by calling them something, you're by labeling them, you're separating them from other types of words. They're just 
again, they're just words with stronger meaning, you know? And uh, and actually, par- some parents get that. So then they take it. As I said, always got to take it next step even further. You can't say hate. Hate's a strong word. You can't hate things. I never got that. People are allowed to dislike shit, okay? I'm sorry, but not everyone can be happy all the time. Again, it's not good to teach your child to always be, you know, have, never be upset with something or never be upset with someone or dislike someone and just always, you know, use language that makes them sound happy even if they're not. Yeah, guess what? That's how you raise kids with, like, hidden depression and anxiety problems, all right? Because they're always, they never were taught to express themselves negatively, and then that's when they just start giving the silent treatment because they have no words to express. You understand that? Okay, that's when they hit their teenage years and they start having their mood swings and then that's when they burst all over the place. Anyways, don't teach them that. Teach them what it means to be unhappy, what it means to be upset, and how to express themselves healthily. <sighs> now, here's my big thing. Here's something that I don't hear people talk about, okay? Whether you believe in story or not, you can't pretend like there's alternatives because guess what? There really isn't. Here's the thing. You know that this is the inherent flaw in the adult mindset of censoring certain types of words from people. The words that they're censoring it with are all just euphemisms for those same words, those swear words that you don't like. And I, for one, don't think that a euphemism is an adequate replacement for a word. Because it's just a watered-down version of the word. You're not removing that word from the kid's vocabulary. Technically speaking, they still know the word just in a different way. It's like teaching your... And this is what people don't get because it's so far back in in our language. A lot of it probably came from religion, to be honest. And this is not even me ragging on Christianity. Well, it is a little bit because I don't believe in this way of thinking. But they had a... There when law itself you know in the western world was determined in a lot of point ways by what christianity deemed acceptable things like swearing were considered uncourteous un you know civil and so they would be like crimes you could you know get in trouble for for swearing especially swearing in front of a woman It's, it's hilarious how specific we were able to get in the laws but i'm not kidding you could get charged with swearing in front of a woman I don't know. I guess it's like for us the difference between, you know, rape and child rape, whatever. Uh, make of that what you will. But point is, so back way back then, I'm assuming that's where we got most of these euphemisms that today we don't even realize. But think about it. Saying these words that I'm going to tell you in a second is like if you were to teach your kid when they get angry, say fudge, don't say fuck. And it's like that you would not say that. If they actually ended up, if you actually heard them say fuck, you'd probably be like, hey, no, say fudge. It's better. But you're never going to actually teach them to say fudge because that's just going to confuse them and make them think, well, I know fudge is not an expression of anger. That is a delicious chocolatey treat. So I'm going to get to the bottom of this and then you're going to learn the word fuck. Well, guess what? You could say the same about any of these words. Get this. Darn. What the heck does darn mean? Darn is a euphemism for damn. Dang, also a euphemism for damn. Damn, by the way, just means to be sent to hell. So, damn in another is actually another way of saying go to hell. Heck, euphemism for hell. Holy cow. This is my favorite one. This is my personal favorite. Holy cow, euphemism for holy crap. Crap, euphemism for shit. Holy crap, euphemism for holy shit. So you've actually managed to layer two fucking euphemisms. Okay? Does your... in Impudence, no, no bounds, adults. Oh my god. It's ludicrous that we've gone to these lengths to keep words out of our children's mouths. You can't have them say crap. Why? Because it is the implied same meaning as shit. Well, guess what? Cow is the implied same meaning as crap and shit. What are you accomplishing? Heck is hell, damn, and dang. Uh, uh, dang and darn are, are damn. God damn it, god dang it. Uh, if you're from the South, dig gum. Same thing. God damn. I think they just like flip some of the letters around. I kind of like that one, to be honest. Shoot. Ah, shoot. Ah, shit. Again, fudge, frick, freak. Those are frig, friggin'. Those are obvious euphemisms for fuck. 
uh screw screw is another one that people think is pretty strong um screw just means fuck fuck just means to procreate with again what's the problem with that i mean oh i know that's because you don't want kids to know about that either you don't want it so another another conversation uh screw off screw you fuck off fuck you um boned same deal get boned get fucked uh motherfucker oh mother of god is motherfucker um i had some really good ones and william just cut out the pauses if it takes me too long to remember them uh son of a gun son of a bitch ticked off for pissed off guess what we don't even like ticked off anymore so we say teed off they were teed off can't say ticked there's no why i don't know what the implication is there for that Buster. This was one that was kind of a revelation for me. Buster, euphemism for bastard. Bastard, just meaning a child that was had with uh, two people that weren't married. Again, not that serious of a deal. It happens. Guess what? That's the exact same deal with... Um, I'm going to get around to this in just a second, okay? Because all these cuss words as they were are just words that have an actual meaning in language and so taking that out makes it so it's but it's a lot like how we use insults like dumb and and lame which just mean mute and uh crippled respectively so you're losing the meaning there it's the exact same thing with these swear words okay their actual meanings are not just catch all you know i'm angry fuck this that means to bang this i'm sorry but that's just the fact of it so and by that sense the only valid uses of that word are motherfucker fuck off and go fuck yourself um otherwise you know fuck you kind of backfires on yourself uh cut this cut this where was i bitch just means female dog and calling someone a dog was once a pretty popular insult so again inherently there's nothing technically wrong with the word why do we not like it why do we call it a swear because we don't like insults and so people i guess as the insult dog started to die out people were still fond of bitch so i assume it was used more and more aggressively and people were just like that's it we can't use it anymore i if i were to call someone a dog well, to be fair, playground police would probably consider that just as serious of a transgression. But in general society, if I were to, in public, call someone a dog, I might get some weird looks. If I were to call them a bitch, I'd be like, oh, shit. What does that, why? What does that mean? It just means they're a dog, but they're a girl. So what? Oh, yeah, so uh, as I was talking about bastard, we need a word for that. Otherwise, what are you going to call them? They're the bastard child, okay, of a man and a woman who weren't married. What else are you going to call that? Accidental pregnancy, the 0.1% failure of birth control? That's actually more harsh, I think, than just calling them what they are, a bastard. You call someone a bastard, that's the same as calling them, like, inbred or the product of incest or something. That's It's the exact same thing. Not that those insults aren't pretty colorful and interesting, but they're not swear. So what does it mean? What does the label mean? How far does it go? cunt that's pretty serious i'll be honest see that's a high and that's a high tier swear that might be the most serious swear i've ever heard of you because calling someone uh by the female genitalia that's intense calling someone a pussy is not that serious you just call someone a vagina that'd be a little weird even then it does have a meaning Call someone a cunt, you're not just saying a mean word, you're calling them female genitalia. Call someone a cock or a dick, same exact deal. Uh, it's male genitalia. Um, it's generally considered less serious. I feel like gender equality here, guys. I feel like this should be considered equally, you know, just weighted the same, more or less. Cock should be equal to pussy, cunt should be equal to dick. 
But whatever, you say it however you want, just don't forget the fact that those are words with meanings. Again, adults hate kids knowing what sex is, so of course they they have a reason for those words being off limits. Oh yeah, here's a great one. Jackass. Jackass means donkey. Get over it. It means donkey. You want to call someone a donkey, do it. If you want to call them a jackass, you're just being old-fashioned about it. So what? See if I care. If you call someone an ass, that still means donkey. It's just kind of shorthand for donkey. Uh, You call them an asshole, now you're just talking about butts. I mean, that's still fine. We somehow think it's better to say ass hat. Why is that? Is it because ass inherently mean, could mean donkey? And so you're like, if I don't say hole, then it's not as profane. It's not as vulgar because I'm not talking about, you know, a poopy hole. <laughs> you know what I mean. What? What? You're still using the word ass. So do you think ass is okay or not? What if, if I just call you an ass, is that worse than an ass hat? Where do you draw the line? There's no fucking lines here. It's just all squiggly, wibbly, wobbly, gray shit. Say whatever the fuck you want, guys. God damn. How long have we been going? Uh, we use all kinds of crap I mean there's a million words for for your anus and I actually appreciate that um because I love to have a lot of ways to describe that but man you know what I hate the thing I hate the most is the euphemisms we teach kids for for their specifically male genitalia i don't know as a as a boy who grew up with only one sister what as a boy who grew up with zero sisters uh and only one brother just cut that part that was fucking awful. no don't cut it they, they need to hear me being an idiot anyways as someone who you know had only male children in the family as far i have no idea what what girls are taught i think they just like what is it your no-no spot sure whatever i don't know Jesus, I feel weird as hell talking about this, but it needs to be talked about because this this is the problem. Societal norms make me feel weird talking about. It. I shouldn't. It's just part of the male fucking anatomy or female. Anyways, boys are taught a shitload of a slew of weird, creepy terms that just sound retarded. We don't. We can't call it a penis. We gotta call it a a pee pee or a wee wee. You know, or a, or, oh God, what do we call it, William? I, uh, ding dong. Ding dong. Uh, look up, start, just look up all the words. A bell. Bell end. I like that. Here's the other thing, by the way, guys. Where do you cross that line with British slang? Because a lot of British curse words, or a lot of their language, by the way, the British love to swear. I don't know if you've watched their television. I don't know if you've ever heard of Gordon Ramsay. They swear so much more. Their live television can get away with so much more vulgarity than America's. Again, probably a Christian thing. Some of them are bad, I'm telling you. We're going to come back to that. Winky. They're just so... They sound so much grosser than penis or dick or dong. Pecker. Wang. Pecker. Well, pecker and prick, those are adult ones. Willy. There's so many things that are just names. Oh, yeah, people love that. They call a toilet a john. How do you think people feel about that slang? Calling a toilet a john. You know what the most common fucking first name in the world is? John. Or at least the most common English first name is John. Oh, phallus, yeah. Like, yeah, phallus is a... I don't know if it's scientific, but it's a pretty technical term. Let's see that one. Don't read them out loud. Just put them up on the screen and I'll show me and I'll read them. Anyways... What was I saying just before then? Just just say it like it is. I don't know why this is hard to grasp. Some of them are ridiculous, right? <laughs> Some of these are ridiculous. So, no, most of these aren't. Oh, yeah, no, these are all... These are all um, male ones. Let's. These are good, actually. Dick, cock, manhood. Uh, it's only used in 
uh, porn literature. Schlong Dong, I like Schlong personally. Schlong Dong Phallus Member, Heat Seeking Moisture Missile, Sex Scalibur Meat. Those are all great ones. But here I'm going to skip a couple. Fuck stick is good. Uh, here's some ones that your kid will learn. Wee Wee. Wiener. That was the big one. Wiener. I think Willie is for creepy pedos to you, so not cum gun. Danger. I thought danger noodles for snakes. <laughs> Pocket rocket is good. Prick is. See, okay, so this is what I was talking about. Prick is British. British have all kinds of shit. Bollocks is their balls. Are balls vulgar? Probably. But they have all kinds. Of, how about when they. What do they. Do they even say ass? Let me just ask you this question. When they talk about a butt, what do they call it? An arse. But say ass with a British accent. Ass. It sounds like you're saying arse. So guess what? On every every time you've ever seen in a show where you think there's no swearing and a British person says arse, they're probably just saying ass with an accent. They swear on their TV. They don't give a shit. It's the only thing I think Britain got better than America, I'll be honest. Krull the Warrior King. Don't know what that one's all about. I missed a bunch. Why aren't these alphabetical? These are just like whatever order the person came up with them in. Because they've got some in order that are like junk. Knob, Wang. Those are those are British. Knob and Bellend. I, I, like, I like a lot of British cussing and slang. Yogurt hose. That's good. Skin flute. Tallywhacker and Trouser Snake are definitely British. I don't like those. Uh, PP Private Part. <laughs> My new personal favorite is Goofy Goober. Uh, third Leg. That's just gratuitous. <laughs> Wang Doodle. Dink. I never heard that, but that... I don't know. That might... Let's find the dinky i feel like those have got to be for kids Ugh. it just sound this nether rod nice some of these they just sound so much more disgustingly vulgar than than what you than just than the ones that are like tube steak wolfy steak dragon foot long <laughs> egg roll man drumstick I mean, but even then, all those things I'm saying, they sound less, they're weird, but they sound less creepy than a thing. Ooh, God, that was the worst thing we did to our children is, I say our, like I've had a kid. That was the worst thing that parents did to children like me when I was a kid. Or And then other children would then spread that to each other is make them fear the word thing. Like that means anything. It literally means nothing. You Parents wanted to get as vague as they possibly could about the word dick that they literally used a word that could mean any noun in the world dibbly ding dong cho is good man meat boomstick dagger dork why don't we use any of these words no because we're afraid of them we want to use the words that literally sound like something that pedophiles use It's, it's just horrible so that's one of the worst. Um, I had a lot. I think I had a lot more euphemisms for those other things, but I'll, I'll come to them if I think of them. Like, is that it? Nope, still going. <sighs> we really need to find kid weenie, winkle, Ugh, tinkle, pee pee. Never heard of yin yang. These are just gross. Pee pee pickle. Lollipop. That's only a pedophile would call it a lollipop. Really. You have no reason. I want to. This is an intervention right now. If you call your. If you call your dick a lollipop, you better be a child molester. <laughs> Let me just tell you. I'd rather that you are than that you just call it that. Someone's one of these is knob without the K. That, that doesn't make sense. P 
P-word. Oh, Jesus. If you call it P-word. Oh, I hate that. Anything hyphen word. All right, so that brings me to my final, I guess. This is what this is what I, is, this conversation is coming to, obviously. You have to epitomize with the N-word. What to do about that? I've just said that I think you should be able to say anything. We should not limit expression. That's true. I do believe that. And maybe I'm a hypocrite. But I have my reasons. So I don't use the N-word. I don't use... But guess what? I don't use any racially inherent racial slangs, racial slurs, I should say. Why is that? I said I think you should be able to say anything you want. I do. You should have the right to say those things. But there are things you have the right to do that you can do that you aren't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean you should do it. And I'm willing to put the faith in people because I believe that parents have a duty to teach their children how to use, how to express themselves and use these words. Not just to tell them they can do it. Instead of telling them they can't do something, tell them how they can and should do it or use, in this case, use certain language. To that end, I do not swear liberally i use it when i mean it on this show i try to use it for comedic effect comedic effect lots of times admittedly i use it because it's easier than thinking up actual adjectives for words but you know what no one who listens to this is going to be offended guess what there's a quote-unquote swear word in the title if you're offended by me using that kind of language i don't know how you got here guess what i actually have censored content right now that consists of one video but there's gonna be more actually this right now is the only uh only profane uncensored content that i'm making because that's it's the point of it is to be uncensored and just pure raw opinion because that always keeps everyone happy but i don't use words that if I think it's going to upset someone, unless I'm trying to upset them. Guess what? Lots of times I am trying to upset people. Um, if I think you're being a fuckstick, I'm going to call you a fuckstick. If I think you're being a cocksucker, I will call you a cocksucker. I will use the word that I think applies in the situation. You can swear. Again, like I'm saying, if, if I had my way, people would be allowed to swear indiscriminately. You'd be allowed to go around and say fucking this, fucking that. Just basically, you'd sound like Andre at one point. Use fuck several times in every sentence. Go ahead. You're going to sound ignorant and very foolish, which people already say is the case. <clears throat> um, That swearing makes you sound ignorant. So, <clears throat> whether that is or isn't the case, <clears throat> it will certainly lose effect. You're always swearing. People who always swear, teenagers who who are known for just swearing in every sentence, you don't take them seriously when they go, oh, yeah, fucking this, fucking I, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, fucking, uh, fuck uh, this shit with the fucking whatever. Like, they, they're not saying anything, but that's besides the point. You're not going to take it seriously. If they get mad at you, be like, hey, fuck you. It's going to be like, isn't that how you say, like, hello to your friends or something? Like, who gives a shit? Who cares? Why would I care? I don't give a rat's ass. If you don't ever swear to a person because they've never done anything that in your mind qualifies to be sweared at, then once if they actually upset you or you really need to get their attention, you drop one in there and then you get their attention. It has an effect on people. Guess what? It's the same with any word. These ones are just really easy to separate because we've already decided for some reason to segregate them from other words. Whatever, you might as well make use of it. Like I said, in a perfect world, in my mind, anyone could swear at any time. They could say any words they wanted to. But it's up to you to use the right one at the ones at the right time. And if you're swearing at, if you're like going in New York, well, it's a bad example. In New York, you could swear at anyone; they wouldn't give a shit. But like, if you're in a place where people, if you're just in a place where people are on edge or something, you know, you swear at someone who hasn't done anything to you, you might get your teeth knocked out. I don't care. You had the right to do that, and you chose to do the wrong thing. That's 
how I live. I, I live that way as if that were the case. And for me, racial slurs are not something I've ever felt the need to use. I don't use slurs against myself because that's, that's silly. Um, and I don't use slurs for uh, black or brown people because I've never felt like I needed to offend someone that much. And the, that's the thing. <clears throat> I've had... I'm sure I've had black or brown people upset me. They pissed me off or teed me off if I want to, you know, keep things clean. And uh, and so I will use some stronger language with them. God forbid. I don't care. Anyways. <clears throat> but in my mind, or not in my mind, in the real world, there's evidence that these words, they're called slurs because, and see, this is my di- this is the difference here between... Why do I don't not like separating words as swear words and not swear words, but I'm okay with separating words as slurs because those words are proven to have profound effects and and meaning behind them that will that can severely upset or trigger emotional reactions in people that are specifically targeted by them. And that's the thing, right? It's because it's targeting someone because of their race. And I might say the same thing with other swears. But, like, bitch is technically a female-targeted word. You can call a man a bitch. It happens, all right? Sorry to burst your bubble if you weren't aware. People who weren't the product of premarital sex without protection are called bastards all the time. You can call anyone a bastard. It happens. Someone who isn't a donkey can be called a jackass. Who knew? So, this kind of stuff happens. If you want to call a white dude the N-word, I would say, by all means. If a black dude wants to call a white dude, if a black dude is okay with calling another black dude, if a white dude wants to call another white dude the N-word, okay. If a black guy hears that and decides to knock your teeth out, that's not my problem. It's yours. It was your mistake. If a black dude hears you just go around saying fuck, they probably don't give a shit. So it's just a matter of personal preference. If we could collectively get every racial minority to collectively agree that they no longer care about the slurs, then yeah. You would disempower them, they would lose all their power as a word, and that'd be great. Anyone could say anything, anytime. But if we're in a world, which we are, in a world where people will take serious offense to that and might go to violent measures, then you're still free to say those words. It's not illegal. Guess what? No swearing is illegal. Like I said, that was in the past when you get charged for swearing in front of a lady. It's legal now. If someone has an aggressive reaction to it, it's your problem. But you were free to do it. You just didn't have to. How long have we been going? So that's what I wanted to share with y'all today. Okay. This episode is going to be a little shorter than most, which is all right for me. And I know it's all right for you because no one listens to these things through to the end. The only people who finish the videos just play it while they sleep. Oh, well. I think what you can get. Oh, but I want to throw this out there while I'm here. Real quick, shout out to my good friends, Bill and Alice, who are starting up a their own little creators business slash studio of sorts if you don't know them bill is god's gift to earth or something along with nandan for some reason he manages to be you know academically uh excelling and physically toned and he Let's just cut that. Restart. Bill, inhuman, inhuman guy, he's able to do, he's able to excel in academics. He does well in math and science, as all good Asian boys can. But guess what? 
He also does well in humanities. He also does acting and film filmography. Is that a word? Anyways, cinematography. He also is, you know, uh, buffed out of his mind. Although he would deny it. So, he's got everything. He's In other words, he's got everything Isaac does. But he's Asian and kind of a little more awesome. Sorry, Isaac. So this guy, he does, he, um, uh, on Instagram, he makes, or, you know, wherever, but he posts them on Instagram on his, he makes short films, okay, straight up. So I went through all this trouble, I got a microphone, I'm like, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel and make podcasts. No one, no one watches this, no one listens to this at all. And then Bill was just like, yeah, I can act act and and film and write and and direct and edit all this on my own sure why not and then he did it and he just is an actor now and it's like what is the point what what am i even here for anyways so the guy is insane and he can make short films it's all you really need in a man alice does uh just standing visual art still visual art she has done artwork for myself and my brother in the past which we hope to incorporate into our business at some point. It's phenomenal. We both love it. There's going to be some on the screen right now. Boosh. Boosh. And um, and I think she actually wrote the script, at least one of the scripts, for one of Bill's short, short stories, short films. So they're now working together. This is a brand new thing I just caught word of. They're collaborating on some joint venture, and I'm very excited to see what will come of it and i hope that there will be some level of collaboration between them themselves and ourselves so i just want to take this opportunity to get a jump on the situation and just go ahead and give them a little promotion if you haven't already go ahead on instagram follow the account it's very it's a very straightforward name William, you can put up the actual tag but it's just bill and alice no, fuck that. It's just Bill and Alice. Very straightforward. Uh, uh, um, Bill's Instagram handle, personal, is uh, 100k day challenge 2k20. Bit of a mouthful, Bill. I have to, I have to tell you about that. It's not fun to say, but that's his. Makes like I said, short films that are actually like professional grade. It's not fair. I hate him. I want to kill him and take his skin in his name, but. You know, Alice, uh, let me bring my phone. Cut this part out. I think it's, yeah, that's what I thought. It's, it's Alice, with, but with an S dot M Lynn. I don't know. Oh my God. Is that a hyena eating a elephant's butthole? Nope. It's a rhino. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, that's gross. He ate my booty hole. <laughs> I don't feel like... Anyways, so go ahead and follow both of them on Instagram. Their handles are going to be up. Oh, they've changed the name. It's now Imagery Studio. Imagery, uh, period, underscore, period, studio. Looking forward to see what comes of that. Um, Yeah, go check it out. And tell them I sent you. Anyways, I've got not very much more for you guys. How much? How what's our time? How do we feel about that? I think maybe we can end here. So, yeah, boring life. I've, uh, I'll be honest, I'm heading through a rough patch at the moment. I got exams coming up. I got the stupid Chinese test. I got a piano exam, of all things. Today alone... I have a piano lesson, and I have to teach a piano lesson. But I'm making a steady income, and school's out. It's summer. I'm going to be filming a lot more Nimji shit. We're going to actually start releasing some of it. Believe it or not, we might start doing more live action. We are going to release some more gaming content because nobody asked for that after we released the chicken horse thing, but we're doing it anyways. Once people can actually start coming over, we're actually going to start filming more of it, too. It's a 
tough process. It's strenuous. It's painstaking. And honestly, things are just really slow at the moment. But we're working through it. And you know what? Worst case scenario, none of it will be relevant. Because another major world-ending catastrophe will happen. And the world will actually end. And then we'll all be dead. Ain't that a bitch. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.